Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 978 and I'm recording from the studio for the first time in a, a little while, which is a surprise given the hectic nature of my schedule at the moment. But <clears throat> the last 24 hours have been thrown into a, a bit of turmoil. If you listened yesterday, you would have heard me talk about uh, having to cut my um, one of my workouts short uh, as I had to um, kind of drop everything uh, for my youngest daughter, <coughs> excuse me. And so that culminated in uh, me spending uh, nine hours yesterday in the emergency room of the hospital uh, while we waited for her to be treated and me leaving there last night at about 20 past 12, well this morning, 20 past 12, and got to bed about 1.30 and I had to be up at 5. Uh, so today, well, the time recording this, it is 1.53 p.m. So I've had very little sleep today, but I actually feel pretty good, uh, to be honest, in terms of uh, energy-wise and everything. Maybe there's a bit more adrenaline than actual real energy in there. Uh, but look, I'm going to protect the privacy of uh, my daughter and, and telling you uh, what's going on. But what this highlights is uh, the fact that when you're a parent, you have stuff that comes your way. Uh, you have plenty of stuff when you're not a parent that comes your way. But, uh, you know, you can set yourself on the perfect course to achieve greatness. Uh, but some things will come along sometimes if you're on a boat and somebody's out there trying to shoot, what do they call them, torpedoes into the boat to try and sink it or, you know, cause storms that cause you to go off course. And staying the course sometimes through the, the pain, the difficult nature of things uh, can, can really, really be tough. And uh, I'm sure the, well, the... The days, weeks, months ahead of, for us are going to be uh, really challenging, uh, but hopefully worth it at the, at the same time. And so what I need to be uh, very aware of is obviously always taking care of myself, as I suggested yesterday. Um, but there can come uh, moments where you, you have uh, weak, weak moments, like yesterday, I thought we'd be in uh, the emergency room for a while. I didn't expect it to be that long. Even when we left uh, early this morning, there would have been 50 people waiting in the emergency department. Why is that? Well, apparently uh, doctors aren't seeing any children that have, uh, or, you know, babies, toddlers, anything, that have any cold or flu symptoms. So they send them to the hospital for the hospital to be able to deal with it because they've got more... PPE and the right equipment and all that kind of stuff. So um, there were kids everywhere, um, the prams and carriers and um, screaming children, vomiting children. They were, they were blooming everywhere. So it kind of felt a bit dirty and pleased to get out of there, but it was a long, long wait. And um, the reality is we could be back there tomorrow, but uh, we will see. So... It's going to be a tough road. And uh, sometimes when you know that you have these challenges that lay ahead of you, 
you don't know how you're going to get through them. But here's the one thing that, that I've learned. Any challenge that has come my way has definitely provided me with an opportunity to step up. It's also provided me an opportunity to grow. And I could say without a shadow of a lie that every single time it's happened, I've become a better person. So even already, uh, what I, like any parent out there can relate to what it is that I'm about to say. When your children are in trouble, of course you want to wrap your arms around them and do everything that you can to help solve whatever it is that's going on for them. But sometimes we don't know. And particularly, if they don't want to tell us, we don't know. Uh, and sometimes you just don't know what to say to your child. I'm just going to have a, have a drink. I'm having a natural energy drink here to help give me a boost today. We don't know what to, do, what to, to say. And for me, a lot of things in my life are very planned, very regimented. But I also plan for the unexpected. So if the unexpected does happen, I have a plan for that and to, to know what to do. And if COVID's taught us nothing else, it's that the unexpected is just around the corner. You just never know what's going to come your way. I mean, at the time of recording this, uh, I woke up this morning and there's a, an 8.1 magnitude earthquake off the, the coast of uh, New Zealand and they've got tsunami warnings. Now, now that we're a number of hours later, those tsunami warnings I just saw have been downgraded uh, a fair bit, uh, but they're still, uh, still concerned. I mean, 8.1 magnitude earthquake is massive. Um, so I think they were lucky that um, they haven't had the, you know, the tsunami that they're perhaps expecting. So I've got to have another drink. So if you go back to the start of the year or the end of last year, in this podcast series, I was talking about some of the things that I wanted to focus on this year in becoming a better version of me. And obviously, I'm still working on my body and health and fitness and stuff, but this isn't about that today. One of the areas where I said I wanted to step up was in me being a dad and how I wanted to do that and connect more with my girls. I mean, it's a dad growing up with two teenage girls that are each going through their own stuff and they don't necessarily want to talk to you. And so how do I become a version of myself that they can find useful as opposed to just giving them food and transport and housing? So over the, even this last week, I've been thinking about how can I have those different conversations? How can I connect with them? And actually, every trip we've had in the car this week has actually been pretty good in taking them to school. Um, so we're on Friday. I've lost track of the days because I've had so little sleep, but it's Friday today. Um, so the girls are with their mum. And um, the youngest one, well, she's home from school. She's not well. And um, my eldest one, she's at school. But the, the conversations we've had this week have been really good. And I've wanted to really develop a theme of just fun, just having fun in going to school and coming home. And when the kids don't want to say anything to you, that can be really tough. But I've dug deep and just thought about different things that I can talk to them about. Maybe something that I've, I've seen or heard that's been really funny. 
and then spoken about that and tried to just engage a little bit of a conversation. And that's actually worked this week. I mean, laughter, we don't have enough of it. So if we can engage people more in that, then that's a good thing. Um, by the time we'd left the hospital last night, me, she was in a fantastic mood. Like she was really good. Uh, and that was really nice to see. And so today I was thinking, me being a thinker, I'm lying in bed, even though I'm exhausted, thinking about what does today hold? What does tomorrow hold? What do the next few weeks hold? What are the conversations that I need to be having to try and connect and break through and get some change because that's what's required in this circumstance. And I think there are many things in life that we skirt around. You know, we, we won't go to the heart of what the, the issue is, the heart of what the hard discussion is. And I thought today that was a time where this was required. And again, being in the situation uh, that I am being, uh, you know, co-parenting, being divorced. I said to um, the girl's mum, you need to be here too and we need to have this discussion together so that there can't be any, oh, well, dad said this or mum said this or dad never said this. If it all happens in the room at the same time, this is my tip for anyone that's in a similar situation to me, do it together. then there's never any possibility of he, sh he shared, sorry, he said, she said. Now, obviously, I've worked really hard uh, at our co-parenting and our relationship so that these situations are easy. I get the fact that this isn't always easy and there's co conflict and everything around some of these issues, but this is the way that, that I tackle it. And so it was a very uh, like calm discussion but having some really hard-hitting conversations to demonstrate the love, the care, and explaining bigger picture. Because sometimes we go through life like this. Um, if I use this story as a, a metaphor, when I was the same age as my daughter, actually, it's like you're growing up in this fog called life and you can't see. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what's going on. You can't really engage maybe in everything that's going on around you. So for me, like school, for instance, I hated school because I, why do you not like something? Not only because you're not good at it. And I wasn't good at school. I had trouble learning the way that they were teaching. Um, I didn't have any friends or towards the, the end of high school, I had one friend. I was having body image issues with myself. Didn't like my appearance. Um, you know, the girls I was asking out said no. Uh, yeah, it was just not a good place for me. And all going through that, you're trying to find a, a pathway because you're getting older and there's starting to be some pressure through school as to what are you going to do for the rest of your life? What's your profession going to be? And as you're searching for that, you're also trying to find yourself and say, well, what are you like? And maybe you're not getting these external cues from other people to say that 
This is somebody else in this world that wants to spend some time with you, wants to ask you some questions, wants to have a conversation. It doesn't have to be your boyfriend, just somebody that wants to spend time with you and get to know you because of you. And when you struggle with those aspects, everything's just foggy and you don't know where you're going. And I just wish that somebody would have had some harsh conversations with me. Oh, not harsh, that's, that's harsh. <laughs> but have some realistic, true-to-life conversations with me about what the future held. And I look at it like this. Imagine you're at a, a roundabout. And off that roundabout, you've got seven different roads that you could go down. How do you know which road to go? Well, normally, you say, well, I want to go in this direction. I'm going to, you know, this part of the world. So I'm going to, I need to take the fourth turn to the right. Okay, great. So you take that road. But imagine you've got this roundabout metaphor of life where you've got seven different pathways to go down and maybe their careers maybe their friendships whatever and you're looking to fight you know you've got to go somewhere you can't just stay in the middle of the roundabout you've got to go a direction how do you know which way to go and you, and you don't know but sometimes you can feel like you're just sitting on that roundabout and your life's not going anywhere and you're not doing anything and you don't know where to go and you think that there's no point in going any further because, you know, it's foggy here in the middle of the roundabout. But having gone through this personally myself, I know that even though in the moment when you may feel so dark, so down, that there is a way forward. And that life isn't always like it is right now. And even though you can't see a pathway out of the fog that you're in right now, there is a moment in time, a future where that fog just doesn't exist. And there will come that time where maybe for you, it's turn one, road one. Maybe for someone else, it's road three, five, two, six, seven, whatever. Everybody's got their own path. If everybody led down the same path, we'd all live in exactly the same houses with exactly the same gardens, with exactly the same furniture, watching exactly the same programs, driving exactly the same cars, doing the same job. But we don't because we're unique and we need to do different things and different things fulfill us. Why? Because we've all got different parents. We've all got different values and beliefs. We have been brought up differently in different parts of the world and we have different passions because of our values and our beliefs and our interests, because of the things that we've seen along the journey to get to where we are now. So what I had to tell myself when I was around 13 years old was, I know that this isn't my life right now. I know that this is a horrible, foggy place and I don't know what it's going to look like, but I just know that life must have more for me in store. And what I can say with confidence now is, and to anyone, if you are in that place and it's so dark for you that you just can't see, 
how do you know what to do? Well, you need to have faith. You need to have faith in knowing that life will get better for you. Life will not always be like this. Because the fog burns off. And once the fog burns off, a beautiful sun comes out. And when that sun hits your face, it just lights you up like a Christmas tree. But sometimes we just get lost and we're looking for that, that place and we don't know which way to turn. But if you just keep stepping forward and keep focusing on those things that you really like and those things that excite you, then one day the fog lifts. Unfortunately, what I can't tell you is how quickly that fog will lift. But what I can tell you is that if you keep moving, if you keep moving forward, it doesn't matter which direction, which road, if you pick a road and just go down it and you keep doing that with passion and excitement, the rest will follow. I think about who I am right now as I have another drink. When I was in that fog, I could not have even comprehended the person that I am now. But I'm only the person I am right now because of being in the fog. Because looking back, the fog gave me energy and power to change my life. Because I said, I'm just not going to be like this anymore. I've had enough of feeling this way and of being that way. And I'm going to create my own destiny. And to be honest, every single day that I get up, I feel like this is a new day. I feel like life is just beginning for me. And I'm 52 years old. And you could look at that a couple of ways. The way that I look at it is, how exciting is that? I can be 52 years old in the body and health of my you know, best ever. I'm living a dream life. I love what I do. I'm so blessed to be able to do what I do. And when I look back, it's hard to imagine being in that foggy place. But I was. And for quite some time. Part of it was also because I played the victim in that role. So here's the, my closing thought. We all have fog from time to time. Things get tough for us. Sometimes we just cannot see the way forward. But if you have faith in the fact that it will not always be like this if I keep moving, if I keep taking action. And that's the thing. You can't just sit around and hope because hope is for losers. You can't just hope things will change. You need to make things change. And so you have faith that things will change if I keep moving forward, if I keep doing the things that will work. In other words, if you want to climb the mountain, you just keep moving forward. Sometimes you might have to go sideways so that you can then go upwards or go back a bit so you can go forwards, but that's also just like life. 
Sometimes you need to go back a little bit so that you can go forward. I was doing a coaching session with somebody yesterday and for the last couple of weeks they've, they've been, I'm standing right in front of the treadmill, it's like they're on the treadmill, they're spinning their wheels. Because they're at this place where they always go back to in their life and they've done it their whole lifetime. Things get tough, old habits creep in whether it be poorer food choices, not eating as much, alcohol, takeaway food, not all the time, but those things that just creep back in. And then they creep back in a couple of times this week and guess what happens? Next week, they creep in a little bit more. Next week, next, like last week's, get stabilized. The week after, a little bit more comes in. And before you know it, the unhealthy habits are more the staples as opposed to the healthy food choices. So I said, and she was really beating herself up over it. And I said, you need a pair of scissors. She said, what do you mean? No, actually, I said to her, have you got a pair of scissors in the office? And she said, what, so I can kill myself? I said, no, to cut yourself some slack. Because this is part of the process of learning. And the fact that she's recognising these things and it's frustrating her, but she's putting so much pressure on herself to change and I said here's the thing you just need to keep moving forward just take little steps you don't have to take big steps stop comparing yourself to me just make the best version of you all of you listening to this have the potential to be way better than me but don't compare yourself to me if you listening to me gives you some education, some inspiration, some aspiration to be better, to do better, to be more, to get more out of life, then that's amazing. That's why I do this, to try and impact people. But don't try and be something that is going to wear you down. Okay, be the best version of you. Don't be like me, be the best you. That's what really matters. But you've got to keep moving forward. You've got to keep taking action. And that's what gives you the results. You can't be stagnant. Have faith. You will get out of the fog if you just keep moving in the right direction. So have a great day. Stay safe. Be kind to each other. I'll see you tomorrow.